Breaky, 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 Get I want you to say it once and then now it again. You want me to what? I want you to say it once and not again. You know what I'm referring to. The bean line. Oh, uh, well, I'd like to save it then. Okay, save it. You only get it once. <laughs> okay, I'm saving it then. Are we doing butter or beans first? Are we going alphabetical or what sounds well, good in a row? Cliff... This is the Busheltown Bean Bonanza. So I think we start with beans and let's build up to butter because, you know, it's a great way to end things. We'll build up to butter up on the second half. All right, so we'll do butter after the break. All right, beans, Kendall. Not webs, J-Rod, but beans, Kendall. <laughs> bean, 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 bean. They're, they're actually legumes, Cliff. Legumes? Would you just tell me now? I've, of course, seen a lot of bean presentations, a lot of fact folios going around here at the festival about beans and such, but I've avoided reading them because I want to be fresh when you, Kendall, educate me and I won't say the masses because I've seen our ratings. I'll just say educate <laughs> me and the listeners on the asses, our asses, the beans. 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 Well, Cliff, beans. now it's time to roll that beautiful bean bullshit. Um, there it beans is. are an ancient staple. They have been around How, for what did they use to staple them with? How did they put together papers with beans? They must have been in some sort of sticky paste. Cliff, it was a very intricate process that we don't have time to go into. The aliens taught it to the Aztecs, but we got to move on. Ah, damn it. Um, They were consumed by ancient civilizations, the Aztecs, the Incans, the Egyptians. They all recognized how nutritional these beans were, Cliff. All the way up to Jack. He he got him too and went all up to see the giant. I don't think that um, story was really so much about the beans as it was a metaphor for capitalism. Oh, I missed it then. But, um, <laughs> now, do you love you, some beans? <laughs> I like beans. I won't say I love me some beans necessarily. Oh, I love me some beans. Okay. I will say, <laughs> you know, that there are beans at times and I enjoy them. I know people who are other than, even more than just you, who are thrilled by beans of various varieties. I'm not, I, I will eat them at times, but then other times maybe I won't. But uh, what's what's your favorite bean? Um, well, I, do, I really like black beans and refried beans, obviously. But um, I like black beans and know, stuff they're... when I order things, and I like the taste, which I'm sure is all flavorings and sugar of like baked beans. Oh well, yeah, that <laughs> that's sugar with a side of beans. But yes, um, what what else? like garbanzo beans? Those are really good. 
What do those um, look like? Especially if you... Uh, they're like little white... Um, you know, they're like uh, like chickpeas. They're chickpeas. Oh, do you do the, the real bean cooker thing where you buy the dry beans and you soak them overnight? I have. I mean, it's it's supposedly a lot better for you and cheaper and all that, but it takes forever. You know, I like to get my ki- my beans from a can. I'm like Rocky Top. I get my corn from a jar. Could we, as cowboys, live on beans out on the range? What do you think? Uh, well, I mean, it'd be hard because if they're if they're hard beans, <clears throat> but. Like, there's all kind of different beans. So, yeah, I think, like, lentils. Like, think about that scene from back on uh, uh, Blazing Saddles, Cliff. They were doing just fine with their beans. Sorry, you said lentil. You know where my mind went. Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> Papa, can you see me in the Not night? Yentl, lentil. Can you hear me praying? Anything I'm saying? Kendall, what do you think? Let me pitch this to you. You could be my co-producer for Broadway. You know, that street in downtown Busheltown with it's got that factory and then it has that one theater. And what if we put on a one-man Yentl? Is it too confusing if I play Yentl, who is a woman who's pretending to be a man? It may get a little confusing. Or, or is it just the right amount of confusing, like one of those uh, Oscar thriller picks? You know, it's like, oh, I kind of know what's going on. You know, I can hear it already. They're like, it's this is out of this world. They're, they, it's a man playing a woman pretending to be a man. Like, it's so many levels. It's like Inception. Yes, I was waiting for you to liken it to Inception, and now that you've done that, I'm against the idea. <laughs> Just well, kidding. That's no. what I'm here for. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll do it, Inception, but in a way where they're not saying, Murph, Murph, oh, I'm, I'm in space, Murph. <laughs> we'll take those parts out and use the gold candle. Bolt. So what's your favorite bean? If you could only take one bean to an otherwise beanless island in the middle of the ocean, what one bean would you take and plant as a crop there? We're going to assume it would grow in the soil. We're not going to go that deep into this scenario that's merely hypothetical. Well, see, even though it's hypothetical, if if I had, like, access to garlic and oils and things that I could, like, cook this bean for a really long time until they got, like, just mashed up to where they barely hold themselves together like my mother used to make them, I would say green beans. However... If I'm just going there and I have to live off these beans and I ain't got all those resources, I would say black beans because I do really love a black bean. They're good in protein, fiber, all the good stuff that we need that we don't usually eat. So many good things. What are some unexpected uses for beans? Uh, unexpected bean uses. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> it threw me for a loop. Well, like soybean, is, you can make milk out of. That's, uh, that's an unusual bean of that, use. do you think? That, isn't that odd that we do that? The bean farmers of America, I'm sure farmers. they probably came up with that. They're like, we got to find a way to make more money. Thank uh, you, Heartland. What a, I mean, you know, you can make uh, all kind of things with beans. I mean, you can make uh, bean dip. Uh, you can make... Um, what, what I know there's something that I've made recently with beans that was really good. Oh, well, I was watching Unwrapped the other day, and 
Oh, I love them. Well, they're on HBO Max, all 25,000 episodes. Oh. And there was one there. It was, I don't know if it was all about beans. You know, I watched so many in a row that I don't remember who I was anymore. Yeah. Uh, but the one part they were talking about some beans and at this, I think it was a Japanese uh, dessert place or something, or Japanese restaurant, they put this these kind of beans like in between the ice cream and the cake in some dessert. So would you welcome beans into your desserts is where I'm heading for this. I mean, I'd give it a try. Why not? Because like, I had been surprised. I had been surprised before with things like, um, you know, somebody says, oh, you know, to make a healthier version of this, like, put this in it instead. And I'm like, oh, that sounds horrible. But then you try it, I'm like, oh, that's actually really good. So, you know, I, I'm not going to knock it till I try it. Uh, what a beautiful way to live. Oh, I was, I was oh, just looking at some... Oh, sorry, sorry <laughs> to bother you doing whatever you're doing here in your booth. <laughs> We're at a bean festival, boys. You could be outdoors enjoying the beans. <laughs> They're about to start the bean parade in only two hours. So you'll want to really go around to every booth here and inspect the beans, boys. That's what it's here for. Oh, yes, dear. And don't forget the butter at my booth, because <laughs> beans are very important, but butter is amazing as well. Oh, now, do you, oh. you, do you, now, I'm sure that you do, uh, <laughs> so why am I asking? <laughs> I'll ask it anyway. <laughs> you actually, you put butter on your beans. Do we butter beans? Oh, butter beans, dear. If you never have butter beans, I mean... <gasps> There's butter in in, in uh, baked beans. Yeah, there's butter in all kinds of things. Oh well, now could you make? Is it too jokey if we make peanut butter? Because then it's like both together. Peanuts are basically beans in my mind. Oh, I see. That took me a minute to kind of get my head around it. But, well, you have to go into that knowing that peanuts are beans. That you it doesn't work yeah, if you don't already think that. That's very astute of you. Now, there is another way you can use beans. I don't want to say it too loudly around here. People would get the wrong idea. In like a butter or a paste? Well, dear, you can use beans as a substitute for butter in dessert sometimes. But I don't want them to do that. I want them to use my butter, of course. <laughs> oh, I don't want them to do that either. Please don't do that. Uh, I've had black bean brownies, and, and they are better than you think they would be. I don't think that they would necessarily be bad, but I don't know that they're replacing butter. They must be replacing something else. Uh, oil or something that doesn't taste know. good. I don't know. That's either. for the really healthy. Now, we're not going to replace with butter. We're going to add butter in there as well. Oh, oh that's a good, right. a good idea, dear. We need lots and lots of butter. <laughs> oh, I think, well, I mean, we know where to get it. Are there other booths here that are non-bean related or other things maybe you don't realize go with beans. Uh, as you know, well, we have not been out there like y'all have. There's a flower booth over there, dear, that I thought was strictly flower, and I went over to tell them that they were in the wrong place, but it turns out you can make flour from beans as well. <laughs> I also oh. went to that booth because I wanted to get Mrs. Butter 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 shown a dozen long stem roses, <laughs> but I was severely disappointed that it was a, the different kind of flower there. I thought it was a flower 
flower booth, boy. It's not a flower booth. Oh, my. Oh, with, with a W. Got oh, well, all right. Well, oh, somebody's that is that guy. I think he has like a conductor hat on. He's waving for you, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. Oh, I, dear. I'm so sorry to walk away. Excuse us. Oh, we have to get back to the booth. Oh, sorry, sorry about Oh, wow. Oh, oh yeah. Clip. Now, I did. I saw this. This fell out of Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Church's purse, and before I had a chance to, to yell at her to take it, I looked at it. It's it's a, a brochure for the festival, and it's got all the list of all the booths. And this is, is fascinating. They've got a booth where they can make hummus out of beans. Oh. They've got well, bean hummus dip. is always it's always made out of chickpeas, isn't it? Well, there you go. I guess you're right. Um, the flower booth, as you said, we got... Um, Bean sprouts. They got oh, ooh, bean burgers. We love a good black bean burger. Uh, smoothie, bean smoothies. I don't know about that one. Bean dog food, <coughs> bean desserts, and dehydrated beans. But where are the peanuts? Because I think of peanuts as being beans. Are peanuts beans? I contend that they are. Uh, it's an emotional thing. Not really, but emotionally they're beans. Oh, oh, emotionally. Well, no, you're right. Peanuts are legumes, which are edible seeds enclosed in pods and are in the same family as beans, lentils, and peas. Oh, my Look God. Look at you. See? Oh, my God. Oh, see? You I, see, you weren't so... Inve- you were like, I, it's like emotionally at least. That's, I just <laughs> felt it. I didn't know. I just felt that scientific truth within my heart. Now I know how oh. the anti-vaxxers feel, Kendall, when my heart is just right. Please don't bring up anti-vaxxers. <laughs> um, do, do you love a good navy bean? Navy Great northern beans, navy beans. beans, navy beans, navy beans. I like them when they're in the Lunch Lady song. I don't know that <laughs> I... low sandwich. <laughs> I don't know that I care for them otherwise. Oh, but they're so good. I had them um, in my favorite place in LA we used to go, uh, Hugo's Tacos. Loved it. Um, they would put a big, like, uh, white, great northern beans in the, the the dish, in the bowl, and I still buy them just when I make re- remake that bowl. They're so good. Uh, I prefer army beans, if you get my meaning. <laughs> but now, I prefer alien beans. Alien beans. Ugh, I've had it with the human beans. Now, here's a song that I was thought of when Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn was just in here. Let's take a listen. Let's take a listen. You go down to Athens, GA, and you're driving in your car. You won't get very far before you hear people shout now. Grimps and grannies, kids in their teens, junkyard dogs and heaven's queens. Yeah, everybody likes butter beans. Everybody likes butter beans. Uh, see, everybody likes them. I don't know why you're so against them. I thought um, it was just I. Th- I thought B52s made them up. It was like a cosmic no. thing. Like they made up the concept of a love shack. I thought <laughs> that was their next great invention was the butter bean. Well, Cliff, it seems that you have a lot in common with the sixth century BC philosopher and mathematician Pythagoras, Pythagoras, because he had a deep philosophical dislike of beans. He, uh, I don't dislike them. I just don't well, just, worship them as a god like some well, people. Fine. But uh, <laughs> historians think that it was due to the belief that he thought legumes contained the souls of the dead. 
Is that what you think? Uh, I don't think that, but I'll have you know he's never been disproven. There you go. There you go. And, you know, ashes to ashes, souls to beans. That's how it used to go. Uh, but they changed it uh, controversially, and they excommunicated that, that one and guy. Things have never Pythagoras. been the same. They never have been the same. Kendall, do you have beautiful bean <laughs> memories? Well, I did love the show Mr. Bean. Love that. <laughs> did you really love Mr. Bean? I did love Mr. Bean. I still okay. love Mr. Bean. My mom and I used to watch it. I only recently have come to uh, think that it's funny. Well, I For years, oh, really? I really hated it. Yeah, so I did oh hate God, Mr. No, Bean. Genius. I never hated just beans. But I don't know that it's genius. But it is, it is <laughs> um, I do like it. So, but it's, yeah, so that's a good bean memory. Beans, 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 beans. What if, like Beetlejuice, you could just say beans three times and they would appear? Oh, if only. Clip, they're so good for you. Now, I, I don't know if you could beat this record, but the longest record time, recorded time for sitting in a bath of cold baked beans is 100 hours. Why would anybody sit for one second? The same reason that people climb the mountain, because it's there. Well, I will set a record for the least amount of times spent sitting (laughs) in a cold (laughs) baked bean bath. Uh, But you you could just be taking a bath and you could reach down and eat some, you know? Oh my God, I didn't even notice. Look look over there. Look, no, 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 no. The other, look, to the left. They're trying to break the record. It's somebody in a bathtub full of baked beans. I did not even know. I'm not the only crazy person. Oh, it's Charles the contractor. Well, Uh, well, that makes more sense. Oh, I don't think that's beans. Oh, but he 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 is submerged and he is setting some kind of record. Don't look over there. That the cops are on their way. Oh, Um, another place we're going to get kicked out of, thanks to Charles the contractor. Another opening, another show. He's got a long-term contract, hence contractor. Beans! Beans! Um, Cliff, you know, in the olden days, I'm talking like ancient Greece times. Like the, in the 80s? Yeah, some, or, or a couple years before that. They used, to public, they used to elect public officials by drawing beans. The person who got the white bean got the job. Don't you think we should go back to that system? I do, because, and I think everyone would agree, with me when I say this, I don't think we would be any worse off if we went with the bean election. I, I know. I prefer the beans over all the nuts we got. <laughs> Talk about your land of fruits and nuts. Okay, no, that's what I call Congress. Oh, I thought you said that's what I call comedy. Comedy, no. Kendall, I actually call this show comedy, which is the reason I'm so unsuccessful as a comedian. Ouch, ouch. Ouch, Kendall. I'm going to say ouch for that one. And I'm also going to say that as much as I love beans and as much as I'm sitting on a mountain of other things to say about beans, a literal mountain. You, you know, remember those old total cereal commercials where you like you had to be yeah. on you had to eat 750,000 bowls of Rice Krispies to get the same amount of vitamins and minerals in one yeah. bowl of total. That's how many of the things I have to say about beans, folks. Well, see, but, and you'd only have to have one bowl of beans to <laughs> equal the nutritional value of a whole mountain of total. You probably would. They never did the bean math there t- for the equivalency. Well, they missed out. On a big target audience, big bean audience, Kendall. But beans. I think it's time. 
to pause the beans and do whatever segment it is that we're about to do. It's time for Things You Should Know, the game oh. show that makes you feel dumb. And things now here you are should bean-loving bean hosts, or at least one of them, Cliff and Ken. <laughs> beans. Beans. Kendall. Beans. Oh, they're so great. My my mother used to love, and I know you, I, I can't say the phrase again, but that commercial that my <laughs> phrase came from, my mother loved that. She's like, have, Kendall, have you seen that dog? <laughs> she, she's, oh, every time I talk to her, she's like, have you seen that new commercial with that dog? It's like, roll, you know, it's oh. hilarious. All right. Well, I've got something non-bean related that I think everybody should know. All right. Hit me. On what TV show would you find the Swan, Orchid, and Looking Glass stations? Oh, Cliff, was you weren't found. You were lost. Once was lost, but the Dharma now I'm found. God. Was blind, but now I'm fat. Yes, it was lost. What Kendall. a great show that was. Oh, you I'm just belching up my vitamins now. Oh. <laughs> Cliff, who invented the railroad sleeping car in 1859? Uh, I know it because of the song. John Henry was a railroad sleeping car inventing man. John Henry's uh, was a real John Henry. Not a not no, no not no. a railroad car. The sleeper car. Oh, for when you go to sleep in your car. That was yes. uh, HQ Lazy Boy. No, Cliff. Why are you trying to whitewash history? <laughs> this was George M. Pullman. Oh, the Pullman car. Was he black? I think so. Oh. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm wrong. Okay. I, I thought he, I'm thinking of somebody else. You think the cotton gin? Like Eli Whitney? No. The peanut guy. George Washington Carver. That's who you're thinking sure, of. Because of legumes and beans. Kendall, thanks for getting us canceled. Now we're the KKK of shows. What oh future Grammy winner was known in her teen years as the Canadian Debbie Gibson? Cindy Lauper, I don't know. I'm here to remind you that Alanis oh. Marset was a Canadian. <laughs> you are now. I should have known. You should have known. I should have known. Cliff. Here's our one big chance to uncancel us. Uh oh. Who was the first black woman elected to the U.S. Congress? Oh, was it? Was it Shirley Chisholm? Was it? It was indeed. We're back on track. Oh, thank God for her. I love her. Un unbought and unbossed. I think that was her. Mm -hmm. Was that her? I don't know if that slogan was hers, but I'll, I'll agree with you. Well, I have to look up and see if it is now, or am I racist? Because it was some other black woman's <laughs> God. <thing. gasps> no, it was her! She was unbought and unbossed, just like me, Kendall. And that's no, why. we're bought and bought. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, shipping and handling due. Okay, Kendall, I've got one for you. It goes like this. Mm -hmm. What member of the Adams family said, if you've wrecked one train, you've wrecked them all? Was that Gomez? Ho, 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 Gomez. Yes, it was. He loved his train. He loved him. Kendall's what most distinguishing characteristic of Gomez was his love of trains. 
Pretty much. Clever, how many grooves are on each side of a 45 RPM record? 45. No. No? One. One. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just keeps going, spiraling in. Just keeps, oh, okay. Now I get it. All right. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Kendall, what MTV medical talk show was co-hosted by board-certified physician Drew Pinsky and boxing instructor Adam Carolla? I, I know the name of that show. Is Doctor Drew? I don't. Well, I don't know the name of the show. It was Love Line. Oh, Love Line. I'd never watched that. I only saw it when other people had it on TV, and I thought that all the phone calls were made up. That they were all just they pretending. Probably they probably were. So, you can't trust TV these days. No. Can't. You, even back then, you couldn't trust Clip, it. Yeah. Who was the head writer, head news writer for WJM TV? Head news writer was Murray Slaughter. That's right. Oh, of course. All right, Kendall. Spelling bee time. How, Uh-oh. how do you spell Axel Rose's first name? A-X-L-E. Oh, Kendall, you are the new, what was that vice president that was known for being stupid? Dan Quayle. You are the new <laughs> Dan Quayle because he said potato had an E on the end of it, and you have said Axel has an E on the end of it. When it is just A-X-L. A-X-L, A-X-L Dan Quayle. Well, damn. Well, 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 I got one more for you, I guess. All right, all right. Why not? Whatever, you know. What I guess. Lucy Goosey. What butterfly has the same name as a punctuation mark? The punctuation mark. No. The, the comma. The comma. Comma, 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 chameleon. Comma, comma, butterfly. <laughs> it flaps its wings. It flaps its wings. Loving would be easy if I were a butterfly. Red, gold, and green. Red, gold, and green. That was beautiful, Every Cliff. Day oh, still going. It's like survival. Survival. I'm your lover, not my rival. Come That's a fun one from the old days. From the old days. <laughs> like you said. Yeah. The 80s, the old days. Isn't that what we said a minute ago? I've no, forgotten. I said ancient Greece. You said the 80s. Ancient Greece. I think it's about the same these days. G- Gen <laughs> Z. A short jaunt between the two. You <laughs> know, Gen I mean, Z ancient Greece was closer to us than to the beginning of the earth. So in that regard, you're right. Uh, yeah. It's a blink between. What did they miss? A blink. Between then and now. A bunch of beans. You missed it all. Growing in a field <laughs> a bunch of beans. somewhere. Oh my god That's all the time we have for things oh. You should know That's oh, all know. the thing. No, I'm saying I just didn't oh. even realize That we ran Join out of time Join us next for time for more things you should know Cliff, I don't know if you know this I'm guessing you don't uh-uh. 71,000 people in the world Have the last name Bean Bean? Wow yeah. Alright old Bean Bean Bean. Not me. I'm not one of the 71,000. No, isn't that a saying, old bean? Bean. I don't know, maybe. Uh, from the olden days, from the 1980s? Yeah. Now, did you know that beans were once used as currency? Bean. 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 
No, but I could see why. No, I just made it up. I, but it seems true, doesn't it? <laughs> if it's on the internet, it must be true. <laughs> now, speaking of something that's crazy and weird, I yeah. gotta ask you something. Oh. So, if I told you to picture a can of beans. Okay, I'm picturing one. Right? You, you can see a can of beans in your mind, right? Yeah. Okay. Because Susan and I were talking about this. Because on TikTok, something came up about how some people can't see mental pictures in your in your mind, you know. And and she was like, I can't see that. I'm like, you don't see a picture of beans. She's like, no. Or we were talking about an apple. And I said, so what do you see? I said, how do you remember? Like, don't you remember, a, like, a apples you've seen before? And she's like, no, it's just... I have a memory of an apple, but I just kind of know what it's like. Words and it's—it's it's not. She doesn't have. It's called aphantasia, when you when you don't have mental pictures in your head, and some people don't. And I'm like, but when you read a book, like, don't you picture a person, like, and create a person, like when I when we read Harry Potter, like, oh, this is Dumbledore. I've created this person. And she said, no. When I read a book, I Google somebody, so I have somebody to think of when I read it. I'm like, that is insane. I've never heard that before. And I said, all these years I've known you, and I didn't know. That you had this, I just thought that was normal. How do you masturbate? Let's get down to the real thing. If you can't imagine, etc. Right? Yeah, I know. Trust me. Trust me. I don't know. It came up. It came up. But it's phenomenal when people are are unable to visualize imagery. So, like, there the people have like hyper and fantasia or whatever it's called, where you like. Can like if, if you thought about like burning yourself on a stove, you could feel what that burn would feel like. Like she can't yeah. do that either. Well, I can't just, feel what the burn would feel like, but I oh, know I can what feel it. it would feel like. So you when I you imagine like burning, you your hands feel burning. Yeah, I, yeah, I can like I can visualize, I can sense that feeling, and there are people that are are that way, and that's why I told her I can't watch when people are getting hurt on screen. Like I feel that pain; it makes me nauseous. Oh, I mean, I can kind of feel it now, but not like only in an imaginary way, only that I'm one of the world's greatest living actors. And so, (laughs) you know, that only in that. But no, I think that is interesting because, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I close your eyes. I can see there's uh, the cheeks, the butt cheeks, and then there. Oh, I mean, the apple and the bean can are right there. And the bean can looks like one of Andy Warhol's uh, Campbell's Soup cans and there's Susan it, it, and she and she's looking <laughs> frustrated by confused it. um it it um, came up because there was this woman um, on TikTok that that um, talked about it and she was um, like I just found this out and all this time I thought I was seeing things in my head she's like but evidently she's like you, you mean people actually picture things and see them in their head and it was just a whole big thing and she went on like I, I was just I went down a rabbit hole I was so just consumed by this thought and I was like no wonder when when we like talk about something and I'm like like we're, like we're talking about meditating I'm like just picture yourself on the side of the water and she's like I can't picture and and it's just crazy to me it's, oh, it just blows my mind that that's um, yeah because I'm, yeah it's like picture look around you're mm-hmm. in the, and I oh gosh the and I maybe this I mean it's a memory but it was I was picturing of. A while ago, for some reason, I was thinking about something that was in my grandparents' house, which is uh-huh. they don't, you know, they're not there anymore. It's I don't know what it looks like now, but and I and I sort of stood in the kitchen of my house, yeah, and I closed my eyes and I could do like a 
it's like virtual reality. I can look yeah, around. Yeah. And I, and I did. And what I did was I, I don't know how long I took, but in my mind, I walked through the whole house. By the end, I was weeping and weeping and weeping because yeah. it was like yeah. I was there. But so that is crazy to think that she, that she can't do that. And that's what I asked her. I was like, "How?" But if you're remembering being somewhere, how do you? remember it like I was like don't you see that in your head she's like no I'm and she never could really give me a full definition of like how like I was like how do you know that this was to the left of that and that was like I see the whole place and I pictured him I pictured Sicily Uh like every time Sophia said that she must have been like I can't I know wow so I think you really just like it because whatever it's has Fantasia in the name well it doesn't hurt doesn't hurt. <laughs> Doesn't hurt. Like the word inevitable. It has Evita in the middle. So what am I to do but love <laughs> One it? Of your favorite words. Don't it cry is. for me inevitably. Don't cry for me inevitably. <laughs> it is. That's whenever I hear the Celine Dion song, inevitable, I'm thinking it says Evita <laughs> in the middle. All right, Kendall, speaking of inevitable things, I have got to go use that porta potty over by Charles's bean tank or whatever oh, he's in. I'm, but I'm about to explode and I haven't even had one bean today. I'm going to go in the woods. I don't know why I have to be next to the Port of John's. All right, we'll be right back. All right. Hey, don't go anywhere. Cliff and Kendall will be right back after this. What are you making? Sauce. We're using my mummy's recipe. Mummy? Uh oh. This better be good. It'll be great. Hmm, does your daddy have a recipe? <laughs> now you can get McDonald's Happy Meal Pails for Halloween. There's a pumpkin pail, Boo. a witch, ah. and a ghost ah. that glows in the dark. You can get a different one each week until Halloween. Ooh. And now, welcome back to the show. Note to self: After a long day at work, I don't need to see that. I don't need. I don't need to see that. See that. See. There's a hole inside the pumpkin. See, 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 see. Is that something? Is that something? There's a way to ride without lumping, without jumping and the humping, comping. I'm the king of the zip, so why don't you just let it rip? I'm the king of the zip, so why don't you just let it rip, let it rip, let it rip, let it rip, let it rip. I will not swoop out, will not swoop out, will not swoop out, but I will poop out. Other than the one that's over there on the other side of that uh, big uh, 
trapeze thing of butter and beans. Uh, have you ever seen another big real life life size butter sculpture like that? Um, I don't think so. <gasps> have you? No. So no, I haven't either. The only one I've seen is that one that's the made to look like the old mule Flappy over there, and it's pretty convincing. Except for you know, people keep scraping crackers across it and eating little. Well, isn't that what it's there for? That's what it's there for. (laughs) Cliff, much like beans, Uh, butter's been around for many, many years, even past the 1980s, all the way back 9,000 years ago. Oh, 9,000. So 7,000 years before the birth of Christ, somebody was sitting around and they said, could you pass me the butter? Yeah, and it started oh. off as a poor person's food. It was like for the only for the peasants. And then the rich people caught on because they were like, this shit's good. Kendall, for the uninitiated, for the people who don't personally know Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, who got into butter late in life, despite her name. She, you know, she would be able to tell us exactly how it's made. Obviously, so could I. But would you tell the listeners how butter is made and from what? Does it just come floating down a stream? No, a it butter does not river. Come... No, no. And back in Mesopotamia, back nine thousand oh, years we're ago, we're going way back, folks, well, to you Mesopotamia. You asked me for the history here, so I'm giving it to you. Um, it was likely discovered by the accident of churning milk. Because you would take milk and you would um, agitate the cream vigorously until it separates into butter fat and buttermilk. Mm. And that, that process was passed down by generations and generations and generations. And that's how we got to butter today. That is wild. And so you can you can vary the amount of butter fat in your butter, and that's what gives it a higher fat content, which has a creamier texture. Oh, of course that does nothing but remind me of this song. Yeah. Also by the B-52s. <laughs> oh, good old Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Sunny, I Next would love clip. to visit there. Yes. Do you just love butter as much as I do? <laughs> I do. I'm not the type of person like my grandfather would just, like I said, spread it on saltines and eat it. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Susan eats but, uh, sometimes by itself. Ooh. She loves butter. No. I know I can't do that. 
that must be for people who can't picture things in their hands. That's what I was about to say. Because, <laughs> you know, I can't picture myself doing that. No, but, I can't either. Uh, I, I do like things that are very buttery, like when you have a grilled cheese Ooh. that is like oh, yeah. mega buttery. or Butter popcorn. You know, yeah, um, or your garlic bread with extra butter, things like oh, that I do enjoy. Now, uh, unsolicited, but I'm going to tell you my favorite butter uh, memory. Okay. Because I, as a child, you know, was rather large. I hate to break it to you. You? But, um, yeah, and my mother oh. helped facilitate this because we would go, do you remember Mrs. Winner's? Mm-hmm. It was like a chicken place. Another well, thing I would love, a buttery biscuit, yes. Oh, yes, buttery biscuit. That's what I loved. And we would go, and my mother would she'd say, well, it's not good unless it's got a lot of butter on it. And so we would order one, and it would come back, and it would only have like a little little thing of butter on it. And she would, she would go back and say, um, there's not enough butter on this. So when she would order, she would say, oh, we want a biscuit. And she's like, really like coat, like, I would, like dip it in the butter, like... <laughs> I, yes, and we would get this biscuit, and just butter was oozing off of it. That's, so that's why I'm so fat, because she would demand <laughs> the butter at Mrs. Winters. Well, I love that. Now, what I really always got at Mrs. Winters, what I remember, is what I called a cinnamon squirrel, which was their dessert, which I guess was probably like a big cinnamon roll. And that's what I always got. Did you ever get that? I don't, know if I, I don't think I ever made it that. I was so full from all the butter. <laughs> Y'all were eating biscuits. Biscuit. I was yeah. eating cinnamon squirrels. That's what I wanted. Mm, so good. So good. So good. Kendall, another good thing is a surprise. I have a surprise segment for you. Is it butter? Oh, a segment. It is a non-butter related segment. But lucky for you, I have a co-host. Here he is, straight from heaven. Pee-wee. <laughs> That's right, you are, Pee-wee. All right, I know you are, but what am I? All right, uh, we've got a great segment here. It's called Who Wrote Me? And I'm going to read a random paragraph from a book by a celebrity, a celebrity memoir. And it's random. Sometimes, it, Listen, Kendall, last time he racked up, it was <laughs> weird the amount of paragraphs I read where people referred to themselves by name. Well, after all the years of doing this, thank God that happened last time. (laughs) Let's see if it happens again. I'm also going to try not to show Kendall the back cover with the author's photo. I try not to look, too. All right. Try not to look. All right, Kendall. Here we go. I've picked one at random from this memoir. It has been written by a celebrity you have heard of. Okay. We were in trouble right from that first scene. Production went well over schedule, and members of the orchestra who had been hired only for the day started leaving one by one to go on to their evening jobs. So, as God cast us out, it appeared on screen that he also cast out nearly three-quarters of the musicians on camera. Eve is next seen as a cave woman, a pathetic wretch who must now exist throughout the violence that is our history. She sings the rueful, Nobody Does It Like Me. I wanted to say... I wa- well, no. I wanted to say... No, I don't even want to say that. I wanted to say Debbie Reynolds. Because <laughs> I was... When you were first talking about it, I was thinking of like singing in the rain and her with the dance number and all that. Uh-huh. Um, Here's a... a Here's a two sentences from the next page that may help you. 
Okay. Some pretesting of it, however, they just don't learn, produced negative confusion, such as you might expect when looking at a contemporary artist's work for the first time. Instead of standing firm, as MTM had done with that first episode of the Mary Tyler Moore show, when testing showed that we deviated from the expected, the kitten caved. And that was supposed to help me? Yes! I missed something then. Um, You missed something uh, big. Liza Minnelli. Oh, my God. Let me reread the part that you missed. Listeners, Listeners, write this in your diaries. (laughs) Instead of standing firm as MTM had done with that first episode of The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Oh, okay. Sorry. She's gonna make it after Mary Tyler Moore. Well, here, here's the reason, because when you read that, I was thinking of something else, and I was thinking, like, unlike MGM did with that other show that I wasn't a part of, this uh, one they really messed up. That's why I was confused. Sorry. I, see, I knew it was Mary Tyler Moore because I'd seen the front cover. All right. <laughs> and you, you knew what you were reading. <laughs> here's another one for you. Let's see if you can get this one. I must have blacked out. Oh, look what fell out of this book. What I was using as a bookmark. An oh, old my God. An old ne- before they Before they ruined them, America. <laughs> an old Netflix uh, paper DVD thingy cover. All right. I must have blacked out, but seconds later I came to. Strong arms were around me, thrusting me upwards, ever upwards. The sky burst upon my vision like a daze of diamonds, and I saw the face of my rescuer, lean, brown, concerned. You all right, kid? We'll be on the beach in a sec. And so I was. My young savior carried me in his arms and laid me gently on the sands. The beach was curiously silent as all eyes turned toward us. I'll, I'll help you with one more. You were nearly a goner then, kid. He said, peeling off my tight cap and ruffling my damp mauve curls. Better get a few swimming lessons at the Herald. Learn to swim class in town, or you could be history next time. He gave me a wink and a pat on the cheek, and a strange sensation ran through my young body like a shudder. I looked up at him through my wet lashes, taking in his lithe, tanned physique, the gold hair mantling his chest and shoulders amongst which little rainbows danced in the sunlight. He was so close I could feel his warm breath upon my cheek. He was naked except for a pair of hip-hugging, navy-knitted swimming trunks with a rusty buckle, and I could smell the musky, oniony odor of his manly underarm. If I dared to look, I could see right up his nostrils. Suddenly, I recognized him. It was the young soldier, probably no more than a few years older than myself, who I had observed earlier on the beach, stripping off his uniform above my Virginia wolf. Did I, did I miss something in there that it was very no. a giveaway? Or, okay. No, I just wanted to keep reading. Uh, this says so she might know her better when she says, Hello, possums! Oh, it was Dame, Dame Edna. Ever- Dame, Dame Edna, Edna Everidge. And from there her book, go. My Gorgeous Life. All right, Kendall, let's see if you can. Well, let's see if you would have quoted My Gorgeous Life. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> three, and lucky for you, it's not three strikes and you're out. So you have nothing <laughs> to fear. I'd have been out years ago. <laughs> the next more difficult portion of the trail was the rock scramble, a feat requiring serious concentration to find a foothold and safely navigate up, over, and in between slippery rocks. It was getting dark now, but there was bright moonlight. 
It was difficult, but I was actually enjoying the challenge. Jess Chris continued to wish I was dead and or better looking. HRW climbed ahead of us both, showing off. I learned that night that there are markers on these kind of trails. One color for the easy path, one color for the intermediate path. I also learned that sometimes, especially at night, these markers are hard to see. I feel like I have read that actual sentence before. I believe you have, although I should not be helping you. Is it Tina Fey? And her bossy ah, pants. Ah, yes. I, did, I, don't, I don't know how I connected that to Tina Fey, but I knew I'd read that line, <laughs> so I was going through the autobiography books I had written, re, uh, read, and that came up. All right. Ooh, I won't say something mean one. like when you've read so few books, it's easy to pick the one out. Oh, no. Right. See, I would never that say would, that. that. Would, you wouldn't. I wouldn't say it. And I would never punch you for saying that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. This is one from uh, the next one. (laughs) Wilbur and Orville were now international sensations. The Earl Owensby Studios 3D sci-fi film that I starred in is a cult classic in England. I was scantily clad in one scene, which they have replicated on the DVD cover with an attractive model in my place. They didn't even do me the courtesy of using my head and her body. You have to have thick skin in this business, and I do, but apparently it's not attractive enough thick skin to be scantily clad on the cover of an Earl Owensby Studios 3D sci-fi film DVD cover and snag a sale to more than an immediate family. Um... Carrie Fisher. Oh, no. This was from the book, There's Nothing in This Book That I Meant to Say, by the hilarious Paula Poundstone. Oh, Paula. Kendall, I have to say, I had a dream the other night. This was my dream. And I dreamed that I went to a Paula Poundstone show. Like a comedy show, but for, uh-huh. but it was it wasn't just her doing stand up like normal. She would introduce other things and then walk off stage. And <laughs> when she would leave st- the stage, I would like go out into the lobby and like do other stuff. But I was always kind of getting lost or held up, so I never got back all the way in time to when Paula was back on stage. And so I kept that kept happening. Well, that'll teach you to leave during the show. It did, but I, in my dream, I was like, "Well, at least thank God, I have tickets to go see her again in a couple weeks because I keep screwing this one yeah. up." But also, I was what? in my dream. She remembered me from the time that I had seen her before, so I was like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> like she rem- she was nice enough. She remembered me. Now she's gonna be like, and he was out of the theater for most of the time in this one, and it was a whole thing. But anyway, Kendall, you have one more chance, and the listeners can't wait. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. That didn't help me with the network censors, however. The executives were worried about me because Sun and I had always been so wholesome. Well, Sun was wholesome. I was on the fringe. It was Cher from her book, (laughs) The First Time. That one helped out. Um, I I was going to say, I went to see Prairie Home Companion in L.A. Paula Poundstone was on it. She was a comedian. And what was real funny is Garrison. Do you remember that fat guy sitting next to you? He was me. Oh, well, I mean, I saw her there several times. Yes. No, I know. Oh, I I just, I was, I was telling it for the listeners, not for you. Oh, sorry. Um, And what was real funny is she would, she would, um, 
Garrison Keillor would always like come in, like cut her off. He was like, okay, and thank you. That's Paula Powell. And she was like, what, what? I'm still like, she would have gone on forever. She had lots to say. She would have gone on forever. She always says that, you know, her shows are often referred to as hostage situations because she (laughs) refuses to let people leave. Uh, all right, Kendall, but that's, uh, that's all for uh, Who Wrote uh, Me? Another great round where you, you you came out with a little bit of dignity there. You got some right. I'll take it. A little dignity is better than no dignity. It's butter. It's butter. Oh, it's butter than none. Oh, dear, come here. You know, oh, boys, you'll never guess the honor that's been bestowed upon Mrs. Putter 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 Churn. Oh, they've asked her to lead a new group called the Butter and Beans Brigade. And she's going oh, to be the president. Oh, wonderful, sugar Oh, that's, a, that's an honor. Well, I won't say it surprises us because you're just so amazing. I, you should be on every board of everything, but I'm I'm very happy for you that you are going to be. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Yeah, what are you going to do from your platform as the president of the Bean and Butter Brigade? Well, dear, there needs to be a lot more information that people learn about beans and butter. Yeah. It seems like I've been going around all day just trying to explain to people all the, the history and the things about them. They don't know very much about it at all. Well, you know why? And that's because public schools began failing when they removed the bean and butter curriculum from our schools. So, and it's well, no wonder these right, people dear, are That's exactly what I always say. Clueless. Right. Uh, Cliff, well, Cliff didn't get the butter and bean education. I've been schooling him over here. <laughs> he has about all, all things butter and beans. And, all, you know, and shamefully, all I can come up with is B-52 songs that they remind me of. But, you know, we've still <laughs> had a fun time here, and I can't wait to go out there. Is that Charles the Contractor? Is he setting a bean submersion record in that big tub, or is it something else over there, you guys? Oh, no, dear, I, I don't think oh, I can say my. what it is on the air, but it's it's oh, very inappropriate. Better left unsaid. I don't know why they don't put up some sort of wall <laughs> so people don't have to see that. Oh, oh my, oh, my bowels. Oh, don't people like talking about it. Oh, whoa. Dear, we better get over there. The police are here to arrest him for indecent <laughs> Oh, no. Does it count? Maybe they'll claim insanity. Oh, Oh, insanity. I I plead insanity on my own, his, and all of our behalfs. Well, Cliff, I've got something now for you. And it's not a surprise, but it's something we already knew was coming. It's stupid questions. No, it's not butter or beans. Although I am craving some beans now that we've been talking about them. That's what that K.D. Lang song was about. Constant craving. I always need beans. Remember that K.D. Lang song? Beans. Yes. Cliff, if you had to write your own personal definition of the word success, what would it be? Enjoying what you do when you wake up every day. I love it. Like eating butter and beans. All right. There you go. All right. S-U-C-C-S. Yes, is how we sell success. All right, sorry. What is something you really enjoy doing that is a chore or a bore for many other people? A chore or a bore? Well, shame to admit it, but I do enjoy once in a while listening to this show. 
Oh, ouch. You kind of cut the knife while you said that one, too. If you were to die tomorrow, what would you mm. want people to remember you re- remember you for most of all? Well, it doesn't matter what I want, which this is what I would want, but it's what's going to happen anyway. They'll remember <laughs> me for... Bottom bill. The voice. No, the voice. The perfect voice <laughs> that every time I, I sang... anything to say about it. It was like a nightingale entering the room, Kendall. A just nightingale? Like what? No, I'm just nightingale. kidding. Like, just constant kidding. craving I always want beans. See, people may want me to release that. Keep it that moving, people. This single. is not a Josh Groban concert. We're just doing it's a podcast not, here. It's not. This is sorry. <clears throat> I'm No, no, no. I'm not Michael Bublé. No, no. All right. All back right. to something stupid, Cliff. Yes. If you were writing an autobiography, what would the book's title be besides your name? The book's title. We know what mine is. I don't know what yours is. Mine would be. You've said it for years. What? I can't believe I ate the whole thing. (laughs) I was going to say mine would be I can't believe I ate the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's just who gets published first. It's a race. There you go. It's a race to the finish line. first. And that's all the time we have for Stupid Questions. Oh, they were indeed stupid. Kendall, anything else buttery to discuss? Mm. Uh, there's so much. What? What? What's something I can't live without telling you? Let's see. Uh, I mean, first of all, the fact that it's solid in the refrigerator, but then it melts. It, it's just, mm. it's like the perfect thing. Uh, I, I don't know if there's anything else that I have to tell you. I mean, we know the important things and everyone should eat it and put it on everything. <laughs> just listen to us. Eat it and put it on everything, okay? Yeah. Do yourself a favor. There you go. Oh, don't do that, though. Oh, Kendo. Sorry, they're starting to sell some more of those buttered tacos over there, and I have got to go get part of this fresh batch. Mm, Yeah, I'm so hungry. All right, we will see you here next week if we don't die from a butter overdose. Oh, we won't, we won't. We'll be here next week. Where else (laughs) would we be? We'll be here. Put your foot, put your foot. Oh, you worthless fuck. It's so tasty, too. Get over it. Oh, you worthless fuck. You worthless fuck. You have to all your problems. You worthless fuck. I'm king of the zip, so why don't you just let it rip? I'm king of the zip, so why don't you just let it rip? Let it, let it. Oh, you worthless fuck. It's so tasty, too. Put your foot, put your foot down, baby. The answer to all your problems. Put your foot, put your foot down, baby. The answer to all your problems. I'm the king of the zip, so I don't use it. I didn't rip, I said I'm the king of the zip. Why don't you let it rip? You forgot it, Marty. Oh, yes. I don't need to see that. The spice, the spice, the spice. Put your foot, put your foot. There's a light inside. Something is 
I did not follow that. 